Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. Today's speaker is the Auxiliary Bishop of the Antiochian Western Rite Vicariate, His Grace Bishop John Abdullah. Christ is risen. Indeed, He is risen. I wish to begin by conveying my my gratitude and Paul Joseph's gratitude to Father Michael and all of you for all of your work together to build a new community that is an embodiment of the of the church that allows the church to be in this place and in this time in this fullness and uh, and in this way. Today's lessons are very much about prayer and prophecy and our Christian vocation. How many of you pro uh, see yourself or understand yourselves to be prophets? Any of you have this gift of prophecy? You're called to be prophets. Hands. <laughs> prophets. Excellent. How many of you know that Christ is resurrected and the tomb is empty? How many of you know that God wants all his people, all people that he created, to be saved and to share in his love and share in his unity. So a prophet is one who hears the word from God and reveals it to his people. So how many of you are called to be prophets, you see? So we hear in the lessons today how God allows us to prophesy by being in his prayer being in prayer prayer is all to do about being and little to do about asking we use words we do ask but this idea of asking is is pretty problematic for us, at least the way that we usually understand it in, in English. Because in English, praying or asking feels like an inferior being is approaching a superior being for something. Well, not long ago, people would say, pray tell, how are you doing today? I pray, tell me. Or pretty the song please I pray to you pass me the salt pretty the salt you see so this idea of praying is kind of a greeting or way of getting one's attention so that we can commune communicate so that we can somehow uh, respond with God together let's start with the prophecy of the gospel 
every prophet that ever lived before Christ and everyone who claimed to be a prophet after Christ offered his prophecy first and then the community sealed or accepted that prophecy with truly your amen except Christ Christ began this gospel reading with amen amen or truly truly I say to you you see how did he do that because he is the word of God who comes from the father who as a human being who took on flesh so that he could show us the father as us bears witness to the word that comes from the father he was the witness and the prophet. Okay? And what did he say so far? You ask me to ask the Father. But in this relationship that he has given us by taking on flesh and joining himself to us, he allows us access to pray to the Father ourselves. So he has given us as a way to pray, our Father who art in heaven. But the Aramaic doesn't really say our Father who art in heaven. Abba is not, Father is not a good translation for Abba. Abba means Daddy. Daddy. Only Jesus, who is the eternal son of God can call God daddy it's a very special relationship see with that a child has with their their parent but because we are grafted to Christ because we're adopted into the body of Christ because we are united in Christ to each other Christ gives us that access to the father access to just be with the Father and the Son and the Spirit. Access to do His work, as we heard in the epistle. Responding to the truths that He has revealed to us so that together we can be one with Him. So our asking need not be some kind of uh, filled with an anxiousness of a distant God, a distant God, but the God who took on flesh and lives with us and gives us access so that our prayer allows us to come to God and be with him, to hang out with him, to be united with him, to hear his word. How do we hear it? By reading the scriptures, by responding to each other, by listening not just by talking. We begin by talking, by praising God. It helps us see what kind of relationship that we have. But this prayer needs to go from our minds and from our mouths into our hearts. And in the heart have this oneness with them that we can hold and keep all the time. Knowing that we are creatures who God calls to himself and allows to share this life.
We began the readings today with the prophecy of Ezekiel, of those dry bones, that Christ prophesied he would breathe life into. We understand the interpretation of this from the Gospel of Matthew, when in the resurrection we hear of many of those who had died and been buried, receiving their bodies again and entering into Jerusalem and telling their family and their friends the Christ that they met in Shale in Hades. Just a few lines fulfills that prophecy. Imagine, imagine this a little bit more graphic. Imagine taking your grandmother's body after she breathes no more and putting her into the sand and then, as is the custom, after some time, maybe eight months or a year, digging up those bones, washing them off, and placing them where the bones are kept. And now having grandma come and say, let me tell you about this Jesus I met in the grave. And what he did and what he taught and who he was. What an amazing witness to the God who calls us to him, who calls us to share his life and proclaim his resurrection and to be one with him. I think we need the prayers that we pray because they help us remember who we are because they allow us to tap into the prayers of the angels that are ongoing at the footstool of God. And that's why we sing from the book of Revelation, holy, holy, holy. After a couple of thousand years, what else do you got to say? When you're sitting with someone for a couple of, you know, for a couple of thousand years. We're not gonna talk about the weather anymore. We're not gonna talk about the sports anymore. We're not gonna talk about what we saw on YouTube after a couple of thousand years. We're just gonna sing with the angels, holy, holy, holy. That's what makes sense. And that allow God to call us by feeding us himself. His own self that he joins with us because he enters us and we enter him. Baptism, we are baptized into him. We put him on in the Eucharist. We are joined to him and share with each other. Not just bread and wine, but the whole truth. The whole truth of everything. Subjecting ourselves to each other, as we read in Ephesians, as unto the Lord, so that we can be one with him in everything see in everything when we take communion we enter into a symbiotic relationship with each other where we are reliant even for our identity and salvation on each other I become your bishop and you become uh, uh, my my evidence of having taken care of you if I can do that to take care of you. And so my reason to be to be saved. 
We need each other. We're connected to each other to challenge each other, to stay in the truth, to work together, and to do our job. I've never uh, been blessed with a ministry as Father Michael and all of you have to begin new parishes, to begin a new parish. I only serve parishes that are now over 100 years old. Probably uh, God knew that I might not be as, as strong or diligent as you are, so we call you and not me to this very particular uh, ministry. But I thank you for this work. And people 150 years from now uh, will have a church because of your sacrifice and what you built and what you did. And from inside the body of Christ, you will uh, rejoice with them and have, uh, and have your reward. So don't be afraid to speak the truth, to challenge people, to offer people, to give people the opportunity to share in the joy and the gifts that God has given us and continue to be his church and continue to be the light in this town and continue to work together in Christ's love. Christ is risen. Talks at Advent. Homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia.